Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the 21st day of October. We are dealing with the Apostles' Creed in the month of October, and it will go on over into November. And I encourage you, if you're just jumping in for some reason, maybe this is your first few times or first time ever listening to the podcast, uh, go back to October the 1st and walk through the creed with us. We give you our background with it, the reasons we're doing this, and then we're just working on it theologically, not trying to master it. I don't think that's the point. It's trying to get our heads around what the church has believed about it and why it's relevant and, and what it might say to us. With that in mind, that's a perfect way to talk about this segment of the creed, he descended into hell, or he descended to the dead, depending on what version of the creed you read. And the reason I say it's perfect at this point is because this is one of the more controversial parts of the creed, and it's one of those parts of the creed that sort of filtered its way in slowly into the creed over about a oh over about a seven hundred year period. The earliest versions of don't include it. Um, you get it somewhere around the third century, a little bit, fourth century, a little bit. Um, and then it starts popping up pretty heavily in the 6th century. By the 9th century, it's codified. Boom, there it is in the creed. So that tells me that, that it's been one of those things that has, has had different ways of being interpreted. Yesterday, we talked about it as a descent, that the creed is descending down, showing you that Jesus descended so that he didn't ascend. Let me give you a couple other theological arguments for what this means and, and, and then focus on a text to close us today. The, one of them, outside of this whole descent-ascent thing, another one is the, the, the Jewish belief that souls, when they died, when humans died, their souls went below the earth. You get this a lot in the Old Testament in regards to men going down into the earth. And it's, it's also cross-cultures because the Greeks had the idea as well that the soul descended into the realm of the dead, Hades, and that there it crossed the river Styx and went into the world of the under, you know, the underworld into the dead. And so we don't have quite that sort of description in the Hebrew tradition but they did share a belief that death was a continual descent. That just as the body went down into the earth, the soul must, by almost logic, go deeper than that. And so there was this feeling that it went below the earth. When the Pharisees come along, they are a sect of Jewish leaders who teach that the souls that descended into the dead are there waiting to be resurrected. And that was a popular teaching heading into the time of Christ. In fact, Jesus speaks of resurrection, and it would have aligned him with the Pharisee sect of his day, as opposed to the Sadducee sect of his day, which did not believe in resurrection. They were the two probably most prominent theological bodies in the day of Christ. Um, but the reason why that's relevant for this argument in the creed is because to go to hell or to go to Hades, to go to Sheol, to go to the abode of the dead, 
was a way of saying you were really dead. Um, Another way of saying you are really dead is to put days and nights on it. They learned that from the Jonah story where Jonah goes three days and three nights in the heart of the whale, in the belly of the whale. Jesus says, as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Another moment, by the way, that we include in our latest book on Jonah is that Jesus is not trying to date his time in the ground around 72 hours on the clock, but rather he's trying to show them that he's going to be really dead. That's why he uses the phrase heart of the earth, that I will go down into the place where people are really dead. And that was a Jewish way of saying really dead. So to go to descend to the dead or to descend to hell was the creed's argument that, hey, once again, we're doubling down on the idea that Jesus wasn't sort of dead. He wasn't fake dead. He was really dead. How dead? He descended to the dead or he descended into hell. So that's a way of seeing that that I think makes it relevant for our theological understanding. The other way of seeing it leads us to a text. Our text today is 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 18 to 20. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is eight persons, were saved through water. Now, by the time of the Middle Ages, we're talking 10th century, the common teaching in the church was that Jesus went from the cross and descended down into hell to preach to every person who had ever died prior to his death on the cross. And that those who accepted him, resurrected with him, were resurrected there at Calvary because there's a, there's a, a, a little verse in the Gospels that says the graves burst open when he died there. And so some teachings was that some people accepted his message there and resurrected and that Jesus went to hell to preach to those who had died prior to the cross. That, that theory began to gain steam by the Middle Ages and the text they used was 1 Peter 3. But you can tell by reading the 1 Peter 3 text that we don't have a deep theology here of, as to what that actually looked like. In fact, so shallow it is that Peter actually frames it around Noah's time. He doesn't say anything about the souls that were there all the way up to the death of Christ. Instead, it seems as if he's using an, a Noah analogy to equate salvation in Christ in the same manner that the Noah's Ark saved people in Noah's day. Whatever Peter means, he uses the phrase days of Noah as an end time event in the same way that Jesus used days of Noah in an end time event in his own prophecy. So does the descent into the dead mean that? That's one of the possibilities. I want to give you another one tomorrow, but I want to give it enough time. 
and we'll see you then. God bless.